Russell Westbrook gets the rebound. Semi-break, dribbling up the left side of the court. Bradley Beal raises up. Westbrook throws the lob. Bradley Beal just caught a body. They are magnificent. Guys, the win streak continues. The Washington Wizards are 5-0 on their last five. And all that needs to be said once again. 65 points, 21 rebounds, 15 assists, 25 or 49 shooting for 51%. Hashtag DC above all. Bradley Bill, Russell Westbrook, and the Wizards continue their win streak versus the Los Angeles Lakers, 127 to 124. Guys, I've been telling you all season, if healthy, this is the best backcourt in the league. Russell Westbrook is healthy now. How did that age? Was I right? Guys, this game was a ton of fun to watch. Let's get it. Guys, I know Anthony Davis did not play, but this is one of the most fun games that I watched the Wizards this season win. It was very exciting. The fact that they're just the comeback kids. Look, I wish that they would start off these games the way that uh, they, they finished them, especially the way they play in the third quarter. They always seem to come back. Um, but this was a, this was a ton of fun to watch. It's absolutely amazing to me to watch the family duo. You know, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, they're big-time family guys. They're not going to the club, going to go party all the time. They're family guys. They love their you know their spouses. They love their, their children. Um, they're trying to do the right thing in the community. I'm not saying other players don't, but their entire persona that they have on them in the NBA is somewhat different than other NBA stars. And I'm very happy to just sit here and watch two family men like myself be so successful to give it back out to the community and then be so successful on the basketball court to watch these two mesh together. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook is a lot of fun. I'm very much enjoying it. Now that I got that out of the way, I know that has nothing to really do with basketball because I want to talk about some of these role players for the Washington Wizards. This defense has been amazing. What have I said? What did I say prior to the game? I said, make LeBron James a jump shooter. If you do that, you got a chance to win this game. If you make him a jump shooter and keep Montrez off the boards, you can win this game. Well, guys, Rui, Denny, sometimes Russell Westbrook did a fairly good job of keeping him Shooting the jumper. LeBron James was 2 of 10 from 3. They did exactly what I was thinking. Make LeBron James a jump shooter. I mean, some of them jump shots were straight bricks by LeBron. Hitting nothing but the backboard. Make him shoot jumpers. They did that. It turned out to be successful. Now, he's 14 of 29 from the field. A little under 50%. But he was 2 of 10 from 3. They made him take 10 of those 29 shots from deep. And Rui and Westbrook and Denny did a very good job trying to force him to make some of those tough fadeaway jumpers to shoot the three and things like that. I like the team defense. They were collapsing when he wanted to go in the lane. Outside of a couple of drives on Rui Hachimura, outside of the drive late versus Russell Westbrook, which I did not think was a foul on Russell Westbrook, but I just don't think it is at that junction of the game. Um, but, you know, he's LeBron James. So they gave him that foul. Outside of those, they did a fairly good job of making him a jump shooter. And I have to give a lot of credit to Denny 
Abdia and Rui Hachimura, especially Rui. He had to guard him all night. Um, Rui played 37 minutes. So, I I mean, he's he was fantastic on the ball. Now, every time I wanted to tweet, Rui's doing such a great job on that play on defense. He would, like, give up. He would overhelp or give up a three <laughs> from someone else. Uh, he's going to have to work. He's young. He's going to work on his... Uh, his defensive IQ uh, as he progresses. I might have been wrong about Rui, guys. He's a, he's a good player. I, I still don't think he's a star. I know that's what some people think. But I think it's going to be, he might he might be a good rotational player, especially if he can guard one through five, which it sounds like Rui said that Russell Westbrook is the one who told him you should be able to guard one through five, and then he started to concentrate on defense. And he's improved already this season. He's just got to get his off-ball IQ a little bit better. Uh, as far as defense is concerned. Denny also did a great job um, on on LeBron, which I was surprised about because Denny's not quite as strong. I know Rui isn't super strong, but uh, Denny's definitely thin. Um, but he, he did a fairly good job on him. I have to give credit to Scott Brooks for mixing it up. Uh, sometimes it was Rui, sometimes it was Denny, sometimes it was Russell Westbrook. Uh, he tried to kind of mix it up and give LeBron James different looks, um, and that probably also helped as well. Uh, so I did want to talk about those guys right off uh, cuff. Uh, Mo Wagner, you know, he played 15 minutes. You know, he had six points, three assists, a rebound. Uh, he was he was fair in his 15 minutes. He just uh, kind of fouled quite a bit at the beginning. So I understand um, Scott Brooks kind of looking in another direction. Uh, Roy Hachimura, like I said, he played great defensively. He had 15.6 rebounds. Uh, he's six of eight from the field, so he shot well. Garrison Matthews, two of four from three for eight points, three rebounds. Um, again, Garrison Matthews, he struggled a little bit defensively uh, for the first time to me, uh, but he, he did knock in two of his four three-pointers, so that helped out a lot. And again, his energy and effort is contagious. That's why he got the start. Uh, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, Bertans, guys, I don't know. He had that nine threes in the one game and I just don't know maybe he still get his legs but he was two of seven from three two of nine from the field for eight points three rebounds two assists I will say this Bertans is not he's not absolutely getting burned on defense that's a good thing he's not absolutely getting destroyed and hunted uh and just losing all of those matchups now maybe his legs are under him a little bit more uh, enough for him to play some decent defense I do want to give him that but no, his shot is not quite consistent yet. Um, but we're looking to get him there. But again, I tweeted out, Bertons, I just need you to make one. Uh, he made one off of a Westbrook pass uh, late in the game. Um, and I think it's sometime in the fourth quarter that brought it to within two, I believe. And at that point, uh, the Lakers called timeout and uh, to stop the bleeding. And it was all she wrote from there, which just took care of business. Uh, Lopez, guys. Maybe he just likes coming off the bench. Five of eight from the field, 13 points. He only had two rebounds. But what was impressive about him is he just kind of played good defensively. Uh, you knew he was out there. Uh, he had one steal, two blocks. Um, now, of course, he turned the ball over three times because he can't catch, can't hold on to a pass, save his life. But outside of that, uh, he was giving them a different look. Um, 
this time his post-ups didn't seem too forced. It seemed like they were kind of in the flow of like the pick and roll. Uh, the weak side was helping over, so Russ dumped it to Lopez on the strong side. He went to work like really quick spin move, pick up the foul, and one. Um, it seemed more in the flow rather than kind of a disruption of the offense because he's standing in the lane. Um, so I do want to give him that. He made a difference defensively. He gave them a different look offensively. Uh, he, he did a great job. Um, he was protecting the rim. I can't take that away from him. He still can't catch, uh, but he did everything else right. I do want to give Lopez that. Uh, Neto, uh, he didn't shoot well at all. The guys, I don't know if people like to hear this, but Neto usually sometimes causes defensive issues because he's just so small. Um, the guys, he had five rebounds three assists, and he had two steals. At one point in the game, in the second half, it just seemed like he was stealing everything. I just, my goodness, just a thief. Um, and those were great minutes. Um, he stuck stealing inbound passes. He was stealing. I'm, I'm almost positive he had three steals, not two. I'm not sure uh, why this is saying this. Um, but it seemed like it was like three steals in a row. He just was taking the ball away from the Lakers. And it was, it was really fun. Uh, I was very impressed with that. And that's what I need from him. Um, I've said all along, if he's going to be small, you've got to be scrappy. I said the same thing about Ish Smith. You've got to be scrappy if you're going to be a small defensive guard. Um, and he did that. And I was very impressed. I want to give him that even though it didn't shoot well. He did not hurt them defensively. He made some big plays on defense. So I give him that. Guys, I know what you guys want to talk about. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal were outstanding. They both played 44 minutes. Uh, we'll go with the all-star bill first. He was 12 of 24 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. Um, he had 7 rebounds, 6 assists, uh, and he had 5 turnovers. But he took care of the ball in the second half. Uh, I think all of his turnovers were in the first half. He was over-dribbling. The same thing I've always been talking about. Kind of over-dribbling, 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 stepping on the line, um, bouncing off someone's foot. Just, you know, over-dribbling. But he took care of the ball in the second half. Um, and he, he finished with a good stat line. Um, he didn't force a ton. Um, he trusted his teammates. So I was very impressed with him. Russell Westbrook, 13 of 25 from the field. Uh, 6 of 12 from the free throw line. He's got to make his free throws. I want to point that out. I know he played great. He was outstanding. He's got to make his free throws. And he got to stop blowing layups. I, <laughs> I mean, I know it happens to everyone. Uh, I get it, but he blew, he blew two in one game that were wide open, and he's got to finish those. Uh, one, I think the ball just slipped out of his hand, um, but uh, he played great. Um, he had 14 rebounds, nine assists, and he only had two turnovers, so I was very impressed with that. He took care of the ball for the most part. Um, I was very happy about that. You don't want to turn the ball over versus LeBron James. Uh, Russell Westbrook went into this game knowing that. Uh, and he made sure he took care of the ball for the most part. Uh, and I was very impressed with that. Guys, defensively, the team has just been so good. Before, I know before the game, there were six in defensive rating in the last 10 games. Guys, that's a big improvement from being last. They were either last or second to last. In the last 10 games, there are six in defensive rating. And it's just effort. It's switching properly. It's fighting over screens. It's not overhelping. Every now and then, Rui and Bertans do it. But you can tell that they're thinking about it and trying not 
to make that mistake. Another thing is that they have a tendency to overhelp on the strong side. They're not doing that anymore either. You never ever help off of the strong side. That's 101. Defense, team defense 101. You just never do that. If you want to get yanked, help off the strong side. <laughs> you don't do that. Um, but they're not doing that now. Um, and that's also helped the defense improve. But guys... I've talked about this game. I'm super excited. We got the Clippers tonight. But before I even get to the Clippers, I need to answer your questions right after this. All right, guys. Now we're going to get to your Twitter questions. Uh, first up is your Wizard Russell at Dominic Berlin. Why can't they ever start the game out like they finish the game? Dominic, that is an outstanding question. I appreciate it, man. I won't say that I know definitively. But I will say this, they're very young. Usually veteran teams can start exactly how they finish. But I think we're watching them play and we see the 32-year-old Russell Westbrook and the 27-year-old uh, Bradley Beal and we think veteran team. It's like the Wizards have to settle into the game. They're playing hard at the beginning. They're trying to switch, they're trying to rotate, doing everything they've been doing the last 10 games with a Defensive rating, that's sixth in the league. But they have to settle in, it seems like, because they're starting Rui Hachimura, who's 23. They're starting Garrison Matthews, who's 24. They're starting Mo Wagner, who's 23. And before that, they were starting Denny Abdi, who's 20. They're a very young team. They're learning how to play in the NBA. Yes, they make huge contributions, but I think that's part of the reason why. And I have to applaud Scott Brooks for saying, I got to mix it up. And if it's not broke, I'm not going to fix it. What do they play, 10 minutes or 20 minutes? Those are the starters because we're 5-0. and So that's what part of it. Because realize that after that, more of the veterans come into the game. And they start to play a little bit more consistent. It's, that's just the way that it's been. And so that... That's my theory. I don't know if that's true, but I do know young players have to learn how to play the game, and this is usually what you get. You get this deviation between the first couple quarters and the last two quarters because they're still learning how to play basketball. That was a great question, man. Thank you. Next question comes from Kunta at Zuber Avas. Sorry, man, I butchered your name. Uh, can the Wizards actually get to the seventh spot, and are they... If they advance to the second round, if they face the Nets or the Sixers, um, I oh can they advance the second round if they face the Nets or the Sixers? Um, yes, the Wizards can get to the seventh seed. I think the duo is so dynamic. I think the duo is the best backcourt in the NBA. So yes, I do believe they can get to the seventh seed. And to be honest, I think they're only three games out of the seventh seed if I am correct. Uh, so I do believe that. And I'll correct myself, they are two and a half games out of the seventh seed. So yes, I do believe they can make the seventh seed because I think the duo is great enough. And if Rui Hachimura, Davis Bertans, Garrison Matthews, Mo Bachner, Denny Aftia can just do what they've done the last five games, I think that that works. Because the Stars are trusting their teammates. 15 assists is a lot of assists. They're trusting their teammates. 
and Denny is knocking down that corner three that he made versus the Lakers. Russell Westbrook, no, he sees LeBron on Denny, and he honestly drives right through the paint, right at LeBron, knowing LeBron's going to pinch. And there was no way LeBron was going to let him yoke that dunk that late in the game. Russell Westbrook knew that. He wasn't going to go up. He knew exactly where Denny was in that corner. Denny catches it, shoots it in rhythm, dagger. So, yes, the duo is so good. They're so unselfish. They're so dynamic. They can score with the best of them. I do believe they can make that seventh seed. Now, can they beat the Nets? Um, I don't think so. And I am enjoying this team very much. We've beat the Nets twice, but we have not beat the Nets with James Harden on that squad. And because of that, I don't know if we can beat them four games out of seven. Because they're not going to let it be easy for Beal or Westbrook at all. They are definitely going to make anyone not named Westbrook and Beal beat them. So, I, they're going to make it real tough. Now, it's not their greatest defensive team. But all of a sudden, they signed, Robers, they signed Andre Robertson from OKC. Uh, he hasn't been in the league lately, but uh, they signed him. And all of a sudden, you've got a defensive stopper. And he's going to guard either Bill or Westbrook. He's going to guard one of them. And then they're probably going to send the doubles and triples to the other, other star that Robertson isn't guarding. It's just going to make it difficult. I think this team is a lot of fun. I think they have the best backcourt in the NBA. The only thing that you can say is maybe 1B is Damian Lillard and McCullum when they're healthy. But I, I don't think this team could beat the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are really good, guys. They, I, look, they are great. But thanks for the question, man. I appreciate it. Uh, next. From Kunta as well. Why do you think Russ free throw percentage is so low? I, look, I don't know. Russ is a career 80% free throw shooter. When they changed the rule that he could not walk all the way back to the uh, half court circle. That's where he used to walk all, almost all the way directly to half court. He walked all the way back to the half court circle, stepped right inside of it, turned around, and walked back to the free throw line. When they changed that rule about four years ago, his free throw shooting has never been the same. However, he usually tends to get it back up throughout the season. Um, but he shot 6 of 12 today. I I'm hoping that he starts to get that back together again. Um, it's like a psychological thing. Look, I get it. I shot every single free throw the same from elementary school all the way through college. And if someone told me I couldn't do my routine, it would mess me up. But he's, he's a professional basketball player in the NBA. He's got to figure that out. And no Westbrook fan is going to tell you any different. He needs to make his doggone free throws. But uh, I'm hoping he gets it together. If it means anything, he usually does get his free throw shooting together in the last four years as the season progresses. So hopefully that happens real soon. All right. Appreciate the question, man. Uh, from Brody Facts. At Brody Facts, there was a point where Bill went scoreless from for five minutes left in the third to about three to four minutes left in the fourth. I've also noticed in general he seems cold in the fourth quarters. Is this a reason for concern and what may be some continuing contributing factors to Bill's fourth quarter slumps? Um, guys, I... <laughs> Bradley Bill has not been great late in games. 
but he's also had some, you know, his, his game versus the Nets on NBA TV was great. You know, him and Russ made some clutch three-pointers. Look, I get it. Sometimes he loses the ball completely. Just, I'm not too worried about that. There are two reasons. One, things seem to usually find the mean. Um, Bradley Beal's an elite scorer. The world usually says, in its own way, if you go through a stretch of games when you're port something, but you are elite at it, it'll always find the mean. So there's going to be a stretch of games and we think Bill is absolutely outstanding in the fourth quarters. That's one reason why I'm not worried. He's an elite scorer. It's not like he's forgetting how to shoot in the fourth quarter. Now, we've seen a couple games where he's done well in those quarters. But I get what you're saying for the most part. Uh, he's he struggled in the fourth quarters. I think his legs, um, you know, Bill, especially when Westbrook sits, he handles the ball a ton. Uh, and he'll get used to that. He'll learn how to be able to carry a team and also get it done in the fourth quarter. But another reason why I'm not too worried about that is, like I said on Twitter, Russell Westbrook is a closer. Make no mistake. Russell Westbrook was three or fourth in the fourth, three or four in the fourth quarter. Or I'm sorry, he was three or four in overtime uh, versus the Lakers last night. Um, he needs to make his free throws. But Russell Westbrook's a closer. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, I think it'll regress to the mean. He'll start to string together some good fourth quarters. And I think like that's what you have Batman to your Superman for. I mean, if you look at these games, the last five games, this isn't Batman and Robin. This is Batman and Superman. And they don't give a dang who gets what as long as they are winning. And to be honest, it's been more of Russell Westbrook gets his 20-something points, but he's got double-digit assists, double-digit rebounds, and then Beal will get somewhere around six to seven of each assist and rebounds, and he's just filling up the scoreboard. They work, guys. If there's a game where they know, hey, we've both got to get it done, then they score 65-plus. So I'm not too worried about it. It's, it's almost like they're making fun of me. Yesterday I said, it's insane in the modern NBA that Russ Westbrook and Bradley Beal only made two threes and accounted for 64 points. Then they turn around the very next game and they scored 65 points and only two threes. <laughs> but uh, I'm not too worried, Brody Facts. Um, he's got Batman out there with him. And I think it'll, it'll find the mean. I think it'll string together some good fourth quarters. Thanks for the question, man. I appreciate it. Uh, opinion on Mo not playing down the stretch in the fourth. I don't mind it. Uh, that question came from Why Not Luke at Why Not Zero Luke. Um, I don't mind it. Look, I love Mo Wagner. I want him to continue to start. Lopez made a great impact on the game. So I understand Lopez being out there. I'm not mad at it. It made sense. He didn't go back to Lynn, which I thought meant that Scott Brooks was using his brain. Lopez or Lynn was not good. He was not good in his minutes. Uh, so he stuck with uh, with Rolo. Um, and I, I agree with him. Guys, I, I'm not a Scott Brooks fan, but I'm going to give him his credit where credit is due. Um, not playing Lynn at all anymore and choosing Lopez over Wagner because he was making a great impact on the game. 
that's a good basketball decision. Uh, so I, I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was good work. Thanks, thanks for the question. Run at the melodrama. Where do you think Neto ranks if he can keep up his current performance? Do you think Scott Brooks should have kept him playing for longer in the game? Um, no. I, Neto played great. He's, he didn't shoot well, but he was a pest defensively, and it really did help the Wizards a lot. Uh, I do want to give him that. Um, I, I'm 100% okay when Ish Smith comes back that Neto gets those minutes uh, over Ish Smith only because although Neto didn't shoot great tonight, Neto's a more, he's a more consistent jump shooter than Ish Smith. So playing him next to Westbrook makes a ton of sense. Um, so th- that's where I put him, uh, the backup. Um, now, if we were to go get uh, George Hill like I want, obviously George Hill would be that backup. You wouldn't play Ish Smith or Neto. And one of them would probably be out the door. Um, that's still a player that I prefer that the Wizards go get. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess he could be the backup because I hate the three-guard lineup. I just don't want to see it when Ish Smith comes back. But that's where I would put him as the backup point guard because he makes a little more sense next to Westbrook, especially if he's going to be scrappy on defense like that. If he's going to be scrapping like that and create steals and, and wreak havoc, causing turnovers, then I'd rather have him and his jump shooting next to Westbrook than Ish Smith. Um, I know Wizards fans love Ish Smith. Look, he's a speed demon. I get it. But playing next to Westbrook, I just think that makes the most sense. Thanks for the question, man. I appreciate it. Um, I would not have kept him going, playing longer in the game. That was the second part of your question. Um, I think he came out for Westbrook. Um, Danny hit a big-time three. Uh, you got to have Bill out there. Lopez makes sense, and Rui makes sense. So um, I was fine with, uh, again, I was fine with Scott Brooks' decision. Um, I was okay with it. Travis at LFC Trav1. Appreciate the question, man. Thank you. Why was Russ guarding Braun for the last two minutes of the game? I honestly think that it's just it's just a different look. Um, it was something different. I didn't think that that's a good foul call at that juncture of the game that they called for LeBron, but it's LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James. Um, but that's why. It's just a different look. Not to mention, you know, if you go back and, uh, in Russell Westbrook's career and see him guarding players like James Harden or something like that at the end of games, he usually does a pretty good job. Um, of doing that, look, people don't understand that at UCLA, uh, Russell Westbrook was a Pac-10 Defensive Player of the Year. So, Russ can play defense. I don't even know. I don't know where the he can't play defense at all narrative comes from. I've even heard it on some Wizards podcast. I don't know where the heck that comes from, but <laughs> Russell Westbrook can play defense, especially on ball. He's actually pretty good, and his for his career is actually. One of the best point guard defenders in the NBA. Uh, if you go back and look at the numbers, I don't have it on top of my head, but those the, those stats back that up. I don't know where this he can't play defense comes from. I've even heard it lately uh, from some of these uh, Wizards. I said podcast Wizards. Um, you know insiders. I'm not exactly sure where that comes from, 
Now, off the ball, does he gamble? Yes. But that doesn't mean he's a bad defender. That means he gambles. Um, I think people throw, a word, throw around the word bad or elite or doesn't play way too much. Um, because if he likes to gamble on defense, that doesn't mean he's a bad defender. Uh, that means he's a defender that takes risks when he's off the ball. But on the ball, Russell Westbrook is a good defender. Um, so, but that's a good question, man. I think it was just to mix it up. You can't, can't give Braun the same looks. Uh, he's too smart, too intelligent for that. Uh, he'll eat it alive. So I think it was just something different. Um, you know, he gave up the one and one. Referees gave LeBron that call. Other than that, all of the defenders on Russell Westbrook, I thought, did a, or on LeBron James, did a fairly good job. All right. Thank you guys for your questions. I appreciate it so much. Um, but guys, this is where I'll break things to talk about the Clippers. The Washington Wizards play the LA Clippers tonight in Los Angeles, 9 Central, 7 on the West Coast. I believe it's 10 Eastern. Guys, this is the game I had circled because if Paul George played, this is the game I thought would be the most difficult game for them to win. I knew they can beat Denver. I knew they can beat Portland. I knew they can beat Los Angeles Lakers without Anthony Davis. This was particularly the game that I thought, I just don't know if we can win this game because I can't figure out how. Look, I think that Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook is the best backcourt in the NBA. But make no mistake, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George is one of the best duos in the NBA. And they're just as good defensively as they are offensively. I'm assuming Rui's going to start on Kawhi. I mean, I guess you put Garrison Matthews on Paul George. For length purposes. And you just got to make it difficult for them. No easy post-ups. Bump them, bump them, bump them. Make them uncomfortable. Make them shoot tough fallaway jumpers. Do not let them get to the rim. And do not let them post up. Uh, if they post up, you just got to make it difficult for them. And just get a hand in their face in the jumpers. Paul George is going to shoot a ton of threes. You just got to be right there. Don't land in his landing space and give him three free throws. But you got to be right there with a hand in his face. And all those screens and stuff he runs through, you just got to bump him and make him uncomfortable. He don't want to do that. They're not going to let... They're going to try their best not to let Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook combine for 60-plus points like they've been doing. I believe they'll come out here and say anybody else but those two. That's what I think. And because those guys are outstanding defensively, it is going to be difficult for them. They're going to say anyone can beat us but Beal and Westbrook. Anyone not name them, you can have the ball. That's what I expect for them to do. They've got to figure out ways to get each other involved. They've got to figure out ways to get everybody else involved. They have to trust their teammates. And something that is dire for tonight's game is for the love of God. Bertons, can you please show up? They've got to feed Bertons and Matthews. Those are the snipers. They've got to do it. I think tonight they will have those opportunities. They've got to find them. They've got to find them. What will make them softer on our stars as if Bertons and Matthews are lighting it up from outside. Then they'll ease up. Because threes, they're more than twos. They don't want that. 
feed them, play defense, make it difficult, make the right rotations, make the right switches, try to keep Rui on his man, and try to keep Matthews on Paul George or whoever's guarding them at that time. Denny, I know he's going to get some time too. You've got to keep those guys on. Don't just give the switch. You don't have to give the switch. You can fight over it. So that's what I think they have to do tonight in order to have an opportunity versus the Los Angeles Clippers. This, this game, guys, is the toughest game of this trip. The Clippers are completely healthy. They've got two of the best two-way players in the NBA. And they see that Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are coming to town on a five-game win streak. And they're looking to mess that up. But guys, thanks so much for listening. This is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Please, please click that subscribe button. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So click that subscribe button so you can get your notifications when I drop a new pod. If you like in-game analysis and actually watching video tape as far as the Wizards defense and things like that and highlights, please go and check out J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions on YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Click the notification so you know every single time I drop a new video. I have another video coming up about ranking these players and their five-game win streak that is dropping today. So go check that out. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you like the video, click the like button. That's what makes YouTube push my video out even more. So please, please click like if you enjoy the video. And I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much. And as always, until next time, peace.